A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. And we're excited for this episode. At it's... first we were worried because Taylor's been pretty quiet, but then um, Taylor Swift and friends. I know. You know? I was uh, asking Shelby if we should do a Swift episode because uh-huh. there's not a lot to talk about. Last week we had an hour and 20 minutes of stuff <laughs> yeah. to talk about. And then this week, not a lot. She yeah. did the We Can Survive concert. Yes. And it was cut short by two songs. And so she sang five. Yeah. And Swifties were really <laughs> upset about it because they flew, you know, you know, yeah. they just like all migrate to wherever Taylor is. So I know that was kind of like the little shocker of last mm-hmm. week. I think mm-hmm. Lizzo went over a little bit and Taylor was closing it out. And since the radio was streaming it was like a radio like live stream I guess I have no idea it had like a strict deadline of when it needed to end I think even that stadium had a deadline so people were upset that would be a disappointment and I think most of the songs were her major ones then Mm -hmm. right yeah I think she closed it off shake it off and she did you know I think you need to calm down other stuff too <laughs> we didn't right pay now attention, off, obviously. yeah off the top of my mind <laughs> i didn't pay attention i should have gone no. and watched lord lipman's video but yeah. i haven't had time i just should do that every single time before yeah. i'm like part of my research i'm gonna go to lord's site and make sure we're not covering her right. <laughs> great minds great minds i know well you want to know another great mind mm-hmm. um so i'm not gonna say the name of this person but they um <laughs> They reviewed us, and I think they'll know who it is. And oh. You might even know who it is. Okay. Just because of what Such it is. Mystery. It's a mystery. So this person reviewed us on the 13th, and they said, I literally live for the moments when Shelby says, yes, <laughs> it's my favorite. So drum roll, please. I can't. Not yeah. on the spot. Not on the spot. Who said that? Um, This is embarrassing. Do you want to know? <laughs> Butt rock utard. <laughs> I am assuming it is somebody from Utah who... Oh, no. I have no idea who that is. I'm assuming it's a friend of yours who probably reviewed it. Uh, I don't know if my friends listen to this, honestly. They're canceled, but... Or is it Rob? (laughs) I'll ask him later. (laughs) Yes! Yes! (laughs) There you go! So embarrassing. that's, That's our review of the week. Yeah, well... If you want to leave some notes about anything else, we'd yeah. welcome it. Um, you you want to what people can re- review and is how many times I say like. <laughs> I say I'm sure we both like like so like all, much. Like the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would never know that I was a journalism journalism <laughs> major with uh you know wanted to be a broadcaster. Yeah. The amount of times I say like so. Well, perfect. I mean, we love getting reviews. We love reading them and talking about them. So if you feel inclined, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Um, scroll all the way down and write a review. Yeah. Leave us some you stars. Got you got that. Yes. Five stars, please. <laughs> if you could give us 13, that would be best, yeah. but you can't. There's only five. Yeah, but say you did in a review and we'll read it. So it'll count. I know. <laughs> but speaking of 13, today is a very special day. Yes. We are... Recording on Thursday, 
I believe mm-hmm. today's the 24th, you mm-hmm. guys, and today's 13 years of Taylor. I know. This w- is the day Taylor Swift, the album, came out. And then what's exciting, too, was that Seven of Years of Red was two days ago, so it's like seven yes. thirteen. It's TS7, and it's her 13th <gasps> oh, album. Oh, and it's her favorite album that was yeah. robbed. <laughs> exactly. I just kind of, I was like, that's awesome. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, I was injured. <laughs> I was injured and I had an ice pack on my arm and now the ice has betrayed me and fallen. What happened? <laughs> I have a scooter, like a like an adult scooter. That kind of reminds me of like grown-ups. <laughs> electric, right? Yeah, an okay. electric scooter. And I I've had it for like four months now, no problem. And then on my way home I was rushing to get back. My train was delayed. And I was like, oh, Ashley's waiting. I have to talk mm-hmm. about Taylor and Selena and all the gossip. And then I just, I just biffed it like so hard. I just flung across the gravel. Oh and my the- gosh. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Yeah, she has you guys this rag with yeah. ice in it. And that's the two drops you've heard was the ice. Just some tinkling. <laughs> Are um, they here, making all here you go. <laughs> I found you. one for you. Perfect. <laughs> she <One> was. moment. <laughs> she was not texting and scootering i was i was was being very safe i just i don't know what happened uh life happens sometimes it gets in the way it's embarrassing but you just have to pick yourself up again that's the lesson of the day (laughs) but 13 years of taylor i mean the craziest thing about these anniversaries is being on twitter and being like oh my gosh i remember when red came out and i was four years old and i'm like Wait, <laughs> what? Like you were four years old yeah. when Red came out. I was like twenty four, yeah. I think. I don't even know. I'm I'm at to the age where I'm like I don't know how old I was. Yeah, it was what are you talking like, about? I was definitely a like a evolved person. Mm-hmm. Evolved. Like thirteen years ago, I don't Reached even want to do the math. But we're old. That's the that's the moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> but so thirteen years ago, I don't know. I'm thirty three. I was like 18, 19, I think it was 19 when she dropped her first album. And you were a fan. I was a fan, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because you know, I liked country music. It was good old Cedar City, Utah, with all those, (laughs) the rodeo boys and the country folk. And, you know, so I definitely was dating boys who, you know, turned on the radio. So, you know, mid-makeout session, Taylor Swift (laughs) would come on the radio. I'm like, who is this? Hold on. Yeah, so what's your uh, top three of debut? Debut? Oh. Or your number one, I guess. My number one. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. They all mix together at a certain point. They all mix together, and when you put me on the spot... I love Should Have Said No. Yeah. Definitely. And then Our Song. Nah, nah, oh, nah, yeah. The little... Our Song's probably mine. That's like, I, love I our song. used to make fun of it because I didn't like country growing up. And I was like, oh, she's so twangy. And I'd just be yeah. like, Our Song. But then I started making fun of it so much that I ended up liking it. <laughs> I remember um, driving in a car with my high, my high school, no, my college boyfriend, Ross, and his red pickup truck mm-hmm. singing along to the nice. song. I, that just, like, puts me in the place. I remember him, like, teaching me how to drive stick chef yeah. while we were singing that song. Oh, I was like, gee. I can't do this. I can't multitask. 
yeah. Priorities. And what about seven years of red? How did you celebrate? Celebrate while I was looking for a job. Yeah. That is how I celebrated seven years of red. Yeah. Did you feel empowered listening to the album at all? Oh, I always do. And it like, I think it might've been on one of the many days, the few days in the summer of Texas that it was cool. Mm -hmm. So it felt like fall. I had a sweater Mm -hmm. on. I was like cuddled up on the couch with my corgis. What did you do? I listened to it yeah. again, and I tried to rank them. We posted our rankings on our Twitter, oh and gosh. as soon as I did, I regretted it, because I was like, I think I messed some of these up. No, I did too. <laughs> it's, it reminded me of a lot of my feelings for Lover. Right. Um, I love so many of the songs on that right. album, and it's hard to pick who my baby is. Yeah. <clears throat> All too well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's hard to pick, and so when I was ranking them, I just was like, wait, wait, I like that song, I like that song. Yeah. All too well came out number one for me, so that definitely was... Was right and Holy Ground came mm. out one for you. Yeah, so there it is. And <laughs> some people gave us backlash on like, oh my gosh, I can't believe um, the lucky one didn't get up. But okay. it's it's hard. Yeah, it's like trying to pick my favorite from Lover. Yeah, I literally like because when we started our podcast, I was like, oh yeah, I've like been a stan since I saw her in concert for like 1989. Like I really started to care about her personal life and stuff. Like that was when I went hard. But it was, like, on the anniversary of seven years of ta- of Red, when I, like, was seeing all these posts about how young people are, and I was like, wait, when I graduated college, like, university, I had my grad announcement designed to look like the Red album. I <laughs> saw that, and that was amazing. So it's so <laughs> funny to me that you, you think that, like, you were in a stand until I 1989. Know. I know. I was in denial, I guess. Two I years totally 100% was. Everyone knew. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knew. They're like, oh, she just hasn't come on the court yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was in denial. I remember, actually, my vividest memory of, like, Red coming out was um, when We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together was released as a single. Because mm-hmm. I was, I was, I had been on a study abroad that summer, and then I went to, I went to meet up with my mom in Paris, oh like, the gosh. week after. So <laughs> really <basic. casual. laughs> Yeah. And th- that song had come out at, like, 2 a.m. that time yeah. or something. And I, like, I, like, made my mom get up and we just listened to it. And it was just, like, the best moment. Because it was, like, I love Taylor, obviously, but mm-hmm. I love Pop Taylor. Oh, and it yeah. was such a tr- strange transition. And I was just, like, oh, this song is so catchy. What is this? Know, That's when, so like, like everyone was a little, like, sketched out at first mm-hmm. that Taylor was going from this country country yeah. pop with twang yeah to more like an <laughs> indie country pop vibe and I yeah. was there for it she had a little like um hipster uh-huh. moment up in there <laughs> in her 13 years yes I liked that I, I did like it a lot it was big and I don't know when the other anniversaries are but it's crazy to think that traditionally lover would be coming out like now I know I think there's one more anniversary coming out like within this month yeah and we're not true swifties because we can't <laughs> from the top of my head i can't pick out when and it ref is. was in november right yeah so yeah i mean lover's the one outlier mm. and it's like we have two months of lover already under our belts i know i was thinking when i drove over here that you know we're already what how many months into lover like three months into lover and i remember when she announced it in way back when and i can't believe it's going to be November, like, next month. I know. It's so, it's alarming. And we already have our Loverfest tickets. Yeah. We already, like, 
have the album. Uh-huh. It's crazy. She's going to be... Cats is coming out. That's what's really crazy. Cats is coming out. <laughs> Cats and is then, coming out. And then we have, uh, you know, The Voice next week. Oh, There's just right. so much stuff. Jingle Ball. Yeah. I can't believe it. But what's wild is Taylor hasn't, like released a new single mm-hmm. like obviously she's been doing these little performances and it's silly to say that she's been missing in action but it is like it's sort of strange i know it's really strange but i wonder if she's maybe taking maybe a step back until cats comes out yeah. so it was rumored that taylor was going to be writing a song for cats and we weren't sure like how it was going to be featured, right. what was going to happen and so she actually collaborated with um what's his name I don't know. <laughs> A-L-W. Oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're the one who just saw Cats in theater. Don't remind me. Yeah. <laughs> Do not remind me. So she she collaborated with Andrew, and she wrote this song called Beautiful Ghost. So it's going to be really interesting because yeah. they have Francesca Hayward singing it, and then Judy Dench is going to be um, reprising it, and then Taylor's going to sing it in the credits. I see. But speaking of cats. Yeah, tell Oh, us. my gosh. Are we, is it going to be an Oscar winner? Because... That's what Variety predicted, is that Cats has the chance to become a Best Picture nominee. And you went and saw the stage production this week. I did. Um, The dancing was incredible. Uh The storyline was just kind of, like, everywhere. (laughs) Um, I have, like, McCavity stuck in my head, um, which I'm very excited because Bumble Arena and somebody else sings McCavity, and it's Mm -hmm. this, like, very swanky, like, sexy song. Like, the cats are moving their hips and just, like, you know, being very sexy. And I'm and just the vocals, too. I'm right. really excited to see Taylor, like, take on that. Um, but and I, I think McCavity was my favorite song, and Everyone Knows Memory. Mm-hmm. And that was an amazing song. Everything else, I was just sitting there being like, what <laughs> am I looking at? I don't know the story. Like, what is a jellical cat? What's this <laughs> ball they're trying to go to? And then at the end, a cat, Duh. like dies and goes yeah. up to heaven and I was just like I I don't understand it's just a lot I it's sh- very weird it's, a, it's basically all of um, these cat poems mm-hmm. just all kind of made into by T.S. Eliot so if that gives you anything <laughs> made into a musical and I just didn't know what I was getting myself into I just figured like oh I know memory yeah. I know, like, Kimmy Schmidt kind of makes fun of it. It's like a, anyone can go and be in Cats, and you just have to pretend like you know what's going on. Like, yeah. Yeah, I you see could this. have jumped up on stage. I could have jumped up on stage <laughs> in my cat gear and yeah. just, like, sang and made it my own song. Yeah. Um, great talent. I should have been high when I saw it, <laughs> and I regret that I didn't. I didn't take one of my friend's gummies. Advice for the movie. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited to see how the movie is because there was just so much going on on the stage that I didn't really, like, I didn't really understand all the lyrics because there's just all this stuff going on. I was like, what? I I felt like a dog just kind of being like, squirrel, squirrel, what's going? So I'm excited to see the movie. We're going to see it together, hopefully. Mm -hmm. You better, like, hold out for me. Oh, really? You You don't think you'll see it at Christmas? Oh, oh, when does it come out? For I some reason, like for some reason, I thought December thirteenth was when it came oh. out. I, <laughs> that would be perfect. That's like a Taylor Maybe. thing. If it is, then yes. Okay. Well, we will podcast about oh, it. Oh yeah, right we're after. Yeah. yeah, we're totally because we're gonna do a collab and bring Matthew from PS You're Wrong yeah. onto Swiftish. See how much he hates enemy territory. Yeah. <laughs> See how much he hates cats. And what's yeah. exciting is that because Taylor did write that song, she could possibly earn an Oscar or yeah. even be up for an. Oscar Oscar for like best supporting actress. Yeah. I mean, I love Taylor 
I think she's a very yeah. talented artist. I don't. I would be very interested to see best supporting actress level acting from her. <laughs> but you do have to think that it's going to be more like she's performing on a stage because right. that's what Cats is. Yeah. It's a performance. And Taylor's yeah. a great performer. That's true. That's she might true. not be the great a great actress, yeah. but this is more performing <laughs> than anything. And For she's sure. really like gotten her game down yeah she's yeah. really put in the time and the effort yeah. that cat school she's gonna be <laughs> valedictorian it's true she yeah. does probably believe she's a cat so maybe that authenticity will come through in mm-hmm. the movie yeah i think that'd be perfect but taylor swift this week did sort of break her silence to sing praises to her bff selena gomez oh my gosh they are coming up on almost 13 years of friendship yes isn't that wild it is i oh. mean we're just again it's we're too old we because I very clearly remember a lot of um, their interactions. Yeah, their interactions. Like we were adults. The drama behind yeah. it all. <laughs> um, we were like kind of researching for this episode, and I was like writing down these things about Justin Bieber, uh-huh. about this, about that, and I was like, wait, yeah. I remember being like an adult when that happened, and thinking. <laughs> Oh, they're such little babies. Yeah, and here we are. Um, So Selena Gomez got everyone excited last week teasing new music, and it's been over almost five years since her last studio album. She's released a lot of singles Mm -hmm. in between there, but this is like the first official album she's campaigning, and... um, and we realized as we listened to this song that we just really wanted to take a deep dive into it. It was, it was great. There is a lot of that, the juice that yeah. uh, Taylor left out of her last album, right. which we mm-hmm. loved. But this was more like that heartbreak, right. that angst, mm-hmm. the, the recovery process trickled in with things that we know. Right. Um, and I was really interested in it, too, because even throughout, you know, spoiler alert, this song, you know, <laughs> Lose You to Love Me, is basically about Justin Bieber. And Taylor's trickled in there a little bit, mm-hmm, a little bit, mm-hmm. a little here. So it's yeah. still very, um, we're putting the ish and yes. dish this week. And it's going <laughs> to exactly. be fun. It's going to be fun. I know some people aren't excited about it <laughs> and they're not listening. That's fine. It's okay. Listen next week. Yeah. This is the this is the Taylor Swift and Friends episode of the podcast. Is there a Selena like a selena podcast i don't know should we start one we should start one i was like yeah. oh it'd be cool to collaborate with them and i was like oh yeah. wait but we're already doing yeah. it <laughs> yeah last minute decision um so yeah lose you to love me is the lead single off of her album coming up mm-hmm. and um i mean i don't even know how to start i mean it's just this is like her song coming out of like a lot of on again, off again with Justin Bieber. Like literally, so many, like so much, like eleven, like nine years. What? No, no, no. Two thousand and ten or two thousand eleven. It's when oh, they are. Right, two thousand ten right. was, I think, when they were rumored to be right. dating, and then two thousand eleven. It was like, yeah, yes. they were caught on, like, <laughs> I think, in like some Caribbean vacation, yeah, like kissing right. and yeah. making out, and that's when it was like they're dating. Yeah. And she used to just be like, oh, he's just my little friend yeah (laughs) he's just my friend because she was two years older than he was yeah and i think they're like 16 and 18 when they started dating and he looked like a baby like just a tiny little (laughs) pumpkin patch i i I was like i just couldn't see it because she was like she looked like a woman she was beautiful she looked mature and then he just kind of looked like he just stepped (laughs) out of like kindergarten (laughs) 
like she's always had a baby face though yeah but compared to him back then when you look back at the photos she has a baby face but she looked significantly older than he did yeah i mean i guess like because we were older so what did you think of them originally were you a jaylena stan or oh i was not jaylena stan oh yeah but I was not a hater either. Right. I just didn't have like any. You just didn't care. I didn't care. I loved Selena. I mm. loved like Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> I loved that show. It was. I I I was like in my twenties watching Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> but amazing. part of it was because I was a nanny and the kids oh, would right. watch it. So mm-hmm. I was using mm-hmm. them. At, no, I was using them <laughs> as an excuse to watch it. Yeah. I actually really liked it. So you know, I would watch that. <laughs> Speaking of which, side note, Hilary Duff. Lizzie McGuire yeah. is coming back mm-hmm. for Disney Plus. I know. I am. Do you think Selena Gomez will come back for Waverly so. Place? That's that what you're waiting for. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, yes, for both of them. I'm super yeah. excited for like, you know, Lizzie and Gordo, and then to see what happens with Selena and her magic. Yes. But back to this. Um. Yeah, I didn't really. I just thought he looked like a baby. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, baby, yeah. baby, baby. <laughs> I just, he looked so young, yeah. I just was like, I was like, oh, this is going to be the Britney and Justin. <laughs> and it was. Yep. It in was. all the worst ways. It was. You have the rehab, you have the drugs, <laughs> you have the cheating, you have yeah. all of that, yeah. but stretched out longer than Britney and yeah. Justin Timberlake. And in a much more public like, way. Yeah, public way, just because social media, yeah. everyone's asking about everything, they're releasing music. It was a lot. It was a big chunk of this last decade of pop culture is like reading through some of these stories I was like oh yeah I remember this I remember that and what's funny is like Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber had a relationship because Taylor Swift was best friends right 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 but I mean they they were (laughs) would you call it more of a situationship (laughs) I don't know because they seem to like each other but like Taylor was older than Selena Selena was older than Justin so she does have a few years on him but, like, so Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift met when they were both dating Jonas Brothers in 2008. Yes. And so they became best friends, and Selena Gomez was even, like, that was the best thing we got out of those relationships. <laughs> Besides the press. Right. <laughs> Besides the press. Yeah. And so then when Selena started dating Justin Bieber in 2011, Taylor Swift was, like, always third wheeling. She had him on her opening he opened for one of her tours. Um, he punked her once for his weird YouTube video what did channel. He, do? he made her believe that she'd set a firework off on someone's wedding and like set their boat on fire. Did it look forced and faked, or did it look like it was a real punk? It looked real. No, it was real. Okay. Like he used to do those things. But um, she was pretty mad about that because you know she's terrified of going to prison and also hates hurting people. But. He had no problem with it, which should have been a, <laughs> a well, sign. We love punking Taylor, though. You yeah. have Ellen punking Taylor, yeah. you have Justin punking Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And then um, as things started to sour in the Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber world, Taylor Swift definitely took a more firm anti-Bieber mm-hmm. stance, which led to my favorite interaction at the 2013 Billboard Music Awards. Um she was walking backstage with Selena, and Selena tried to go and kiss Justin Bieber, and literally, Taylor tries to hold Selena back, but she escapes, and Taylor makes this grossed out, like, yuck, tongue out face. 
as they kiss awkwardly (laughs) and then she was backstage like answering press questions for an award she won and they were like what did you think of Justin Bieber winning the milestone award and she just was like can I have another question (laughs) Shady Taylor is my favorite Taylor but I feel like that embodies like every like friendship girl friendship everything because I have a friend who like she always makes bad decisions when it comes to relationship. And she continually always goes back to, like, the same type of guy. Right. Usually it's the same guy over and over and over again. So at yeah. first, I tell her, I'm like, okay, I'm going to support your decision. If you go back with him, I'm supporting him. But right now, I am going to just bash him and tell you why he's <laughs> terrible. But if you're with him, I'll keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to yeah. like it. I'll support you. I'll keep my mouth shut. And I kind of feel like that's what Taylor has been for right. Selena throughout this whole time. Just kind of like... She knows her friends deserve better. She knew that she could get better. <laughs> but, you know, he was kind of like that drug for her. So she kept on going yeah. back. And she was like, okay, Selena, I'll be here. This isn't going to ruin our friendship. And obviously it hasn't. They've been friends for almost 13 years. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I was definitely Team Taylor for that one. I, oh, yeah. I, Justin Bieber has always sort of annoyed me. Like, I like his music. But it's like, especially that phase where he was, he was, he had shot through fame he was getting into trouble buying monkeys and, like, peeing oh in buckets and... No, he bought a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> he bought a monkey illegally, probably off the yeah. black market, and then he left it in Germany because he couldn't put it across com- customs. Uh, yeah. And they were going to euthanize it, but then a zoo stepped in to get it. And they... I just read an article saying that, um, to this day, sometimes that monkey will try and, like make noises like it's talking to a human because it, like it was only six weeks old and just like with dogs just like with other animals like it's very important for them to be with like their mom and like right. their the siblings so they learn how to act like a monkey and like do monkey see monkey do <laughs> and it was just so sad to read the that article but he also like gave his pet hamster to a fan on like the side of the like the bus yeah. and he like just dropped his dog off in the middle of nowhere i'm like do not give this guy any type of animal it yeah. like breaks my heart that he did any of that yeah <laughs> i was like i'm yeah. it's like i'm glad i've never been a super fan of I justin i know i know he's he was very problematic and um i get it like being a child star would suck but like you know he even admitted in his uh instagram post earlier mm-hmm. this year that he was a bad kid. He got involved in drugs and mistreated women and people close to him. Monkeys. And he was a hot mess and he <laughs> destroyed monkeys' lives. <laughs> and so, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's problematic. But I think to really understand the song "Love Me to L- Lose You to Love Me," you have to really like unpack their relationship. Yeah, you really do. It's been. It's wow. It's. There's so much going on because they started becoming friends in like 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when they started becoming friends and becoming flirty. Um, in 2010, I told like like I'd said, he told Alan that oh he's little, he's like my little yeah. brother. <laughs> I was like oh I don't think I would ever want anyone to describe me like that. Someone I'm interested yeah. in because obviously. And later that, I think it was in December, they were, like, photographed at IHOP being cuddly. And, like, later on, Gomez told US Weekly, oh, he's just one of my best friends. (laughs) It was just pancakes. It was just pancakes. I was like, oh, and then Bieber was keeping quiet. He told MTV that Selena was an amazing person, but I think that people are always going to be interested in my personal life. But I got to keep some things to myself. I'm just having fun being a teenager. (laughs) 
<laughs> such babies. They were such babies. Yeah. And maybe that's one thing we need to take out of this. Like, we've been in their life forever, and sometimes it's hard to really say goodbye to somebody mm-hmm. when you were that young. Yeah. And you're in interviews. Your your fans are constantly asking you, what happened to Justin? What happened yeah. to Selena? What's going What's oh, going on? Dead. Yeah. So it's hard to lose them, really, mm-hmm. because I break up with someone. No one's constantly asking me about it. Right. Or people aren't writing articles about it. But it, they're constantly getting, like, this refreshing mm-hmm. in their head, like, oh, Justin. And I think yeah. that Selena... I hope both of them are just done with, like, talking about each other. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because they had a few good years there where, Mm -hmm. like, they started dating in 2011. And then in November 2012, they broke up, citing, like, their busy schedules and how hard it was to make time for each other. Um, And then in 2013, they start this sort of, like, public teasing of, uh, like, their interaction yeah like who they're dating and what's going on yeah people thought selena gomez's single come and get it was an invitation to justin bieber if he wanted to get back together if you want to come and get it (laughs) no 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 yeah and then um in november that year justin bieber was asked about it and was like oh yeah like she's great i love her to this day we're gonna be great friends Mm. but right now we're just not talking but then in 2014, it was, like, a lot of talking about it. Was it was <laughs> also just, like, a lot of, like, crazy stuff for them to, as well. Like, in January, they were there, like, you know, they were broken up, but they were also, like, seen doing all these kind of stuff. So they were, like, riding segways in California. Mm-hmm. They didn't fall down, but they are in <laughs> riding segways. But then, like, Justin Bieber gets arrested for drunk driving. He resisted arrest, and there's, like, you know, these rumors oh, yeah. that he was, like, vandalizing his neighbor's house by throwing eggs at them. And then, unfortunately, Selena also checked into rehab. Um, you know, tabloids were saying that, you know, she, she needed to... Um, go to rehab for Bieber or because she had drugs and you know she later tells GQ that it was for lupus and she was just very frustrated that she had to get to that point you know she had to let them know like no it's not mm-hmm. because of that it's for like an actual health problem right. and I shouldn't have to tell you this but all these rumors are going on yeah but other day it's Starbucks and and then the zoo but then like Justin started this one thing in 2014 that he continued on to, like, Ugh. what, 2018? Yeah. He posted on Instagram, but then also quickly deleted <laughs> a bunch of pictures of Selena. Like throwbacks. Yeah, and he called the... Photos. And he called their love unconditional. So wow. everyone... Everyone started being like, wait, are they dating? Are they not? What's going on? What, do you remember, like, when you saw this, do you remember, were you invested in their relationship? I was invested to the degree that I like pop culture news, so I definitely was, like, very aware of their relationships, but at this point, I was just so turned off of Bieber, especially because of the headlines he got, which were so, like, sympathetic and understanding, which is fine mm-hmm. compared to the headlines Taylor Swift got, <laughs> which, again, I should have known I was a deep stan oh, at this yeah. point. Yeah. Because it was just, like, that double standard, again, of men being allowed to do crazy things, like be arrested for drunk driving and pissing in buckets and yelling about Obama or something. and. <laughs> And it's just like, yeah, okay, like, fine, he's a weirdo, and I just wish he would just disappear for a while, which he sort of did, but... He kind of did, but then, you know, he just, he was also kind of being like Leo and Sandra Pay. <laughs> he was out with other women, models, actresses, I think him and Kendall had something going on, <laughs> um, it just a lot of, he was kind of like, just 
feeling himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for just, sure. Yeah, and then also he got in, like, uh, almost fist fight with Orlando Bloom. Did you, do you remember <laughs> about that? I do. I just remember being, like, Orlando was so much older yeah. than him. And so I was really interested in that. They kind of think that maybe it was over Selena because earlier that year, Bloom was photographed yeah. with Selena. Yeah. But he was, it's just all this weird stuff that's been going on. And oh, yeah. then in 2014, Selena released The Heart Wants What It Wants. Yes. Which kind of like sparked controversy. The more rumors of like, are they? Right. Because it's a very emotional single about how no matter what happens, like, she can't help what she wants. And it was clearly about Justin. And, like, this is the performance where she did it. And then at the end, she, like, there's that gif of her saying, thank you, Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) There's a gif of her saying, thank you, Jesus. And there's also that gif of Taylor's right next to Lord just clapping oh, and like yes. shaking her head like yes like, it's amazing yeah. and she was crying and it was because of this right and what was really interesting too is that in that uh, performance right before she goes on like she has like an audio clip of her talking yes. and it actually was a really raw recording because she had actually had a mic underneath one of her desks probably because she wanted to like she had any inspiration or anything but she was talking about she said this and then caught it so it wasn't even in the recording studio she said i felt like i know him though i know his heart and i know that he wouldn't do to what he wouldn't do to hurt me and i didn't realize that feeling so confident feeling so great about myself and then it's just completely shattered by one thing by something so stupid but then you make me feel crazy because you make me feel like it's all my fault and it like I don't do it justice. Like just listening to that, it kind of like really like pulls at your heartstrings. Yeah, and it was just really a powerful performance too. Mm-hmm. And then the next week after this performance, Justin unfollows <laughs> Selena. Yeah, Justin Bieber, man. I just, I get it. Life is hard, and he being a child star would be the worst. But I just really struggle with liking him in any way. Well- <laughs> Well, I was really shocked at that he unfollowed her because before, I think, this performance, she had told Ryan Seacrest about the song, um, that he like, he saw the song and the music video. He was, sure. a, he was a little jealous of the guy in the music video, but he thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I was like, okay, she gives this performance, and then he's like, oh, yeah, it's a beautiful performance. Like, it's because the people came after him, that, you know? That's right, and so he just, like, unfollowed her, yeah. you know, because that's, like, the... Which we can visit in the song because I think his personality is just one where, yeah, he wants it to be about him until it's negative. But then you get into 2015, which is where Justin Bieber is talking about how he maybe messed up on the road, just like his his uh, early career. He was he didn't know how to manage it and maybe made mistakes. So mm-hmm. people all thought, oh, he cheated on her. You just have all these people coming forward being like, oh, I slept with Justin <laughs> on, on the road. I did this. I did this. Yeah. And she obviously, like, one of the reasons they first broke up was trust issues. So just, like, there's so much a part of this relationship that we don't know right. what went on. But we do know that there was... Mm. Yeah, we do know that you know he wasn't faithful for her. Yeah, to her. Yeah, and this is like the era where Selena was just like annoyed anytime someone asked about him. She would be like, "Oh, I just want this to be the last time I have to talk about him. I wanted my 2014 performance to be the last thing people asked me about him." And then, well, interesting. I like we. I forgot to mention this, but in 2014, December 2014, you know, she kind of was like, you know 
closing the chapter on Justin, but in December, he posted a picture of himself with Haley Baldwin, and part of the caption said he is super single, (laughs) and called Haley his friend. So History repeats itself. I just kind of had to rewind and go back there, because I forgot to say that. So Haley Baldwin kind of popped in and out. It's not like they just met. Right. Yeah. So um, some reconciliation rumors were, like, kind of brewing in the details, because he was on Ellen DeGeneres. And his new album called Purpose was coming mm. out, and he told her that um, you know some of those songs were actually about Selena. Right. And then after that, um, this video kind of surfaced of Bieber serenading her with Selena with My Girl on a mm. Beverly Hills hotel. So there's kind of like all these things of like they're seen together, but then he's dating someone else. Right. It's just there's so much going on, and that's why I'm just everywhere right now <laughs> there's so much to unpack but such yeah. little time i know but let's fast back to 2016 no. <laughs> yeah so in 2016 they're clearly off he's dating sophia and fans of either selena or just people are bombarding her and being like oh you're a rebound like he doesn't love you like he loves selena blah 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 and so Bieber gets online and is like hey I'm going to go private if these haters don't, like, stop bad-mouthing her. Like, I can't, I don't want you guys in my life like this. And Selena comes into the comment section Mm. to kind of dress him down a little and says, if you can't handle the hate, then stop posting pictures of your girlfriend, LOL. It should be special between you two only. Don't be mad at your fans. They love you. And, which is a very interesting statement because everyone posts personal photos and I think it's unfair for Selena to say that he can't. And I think there's some, you know, some feelings still there that she's salty about seeing him with another girl. But then Bieber says, it's funny to see people that use me for attention and still trying to point the finger this way. Sad. All love. I'm not for anyone receiving hate. And then Selena just comes for the guttural with this. Funny how the ones that cheated multiple times and are pointing the finger at the ones that were forgiving oh. and supportive. No wonder fans are mad. Sad. All love. <laughs> All love. No hate. They so are... so passive-aggressive. Who do you think he cheated on her with? Do we know? I don't... I don't know. Haley Baldwin? I don't think... I feel like it wouldn't be a high-profile thing no. so much as, like, on-the-road type Roadies, thing. Roadies. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah. I remember when this happened, and I was just, like shocked yes i was like oh she did not and he i mean she just outed him in such a public way and it was you know fairly immature but delightful to witness as a bystander as a fan it's just like what's going on (laughs) she like she just kind of like spilled the tea right there Uh he cheated and i thought i thought yeah i was like oh this is all over like she's over it but then it's like in November of 2017, this is after like an eight-month relationship with The Weeknd. They've just broken up, and she's seen hanging out with Justin. Like, literally, I think the next weekend yes. or so. It wasn't like there was any time to kind of like sizzle off. Mm-mm. It was like, she's back with Justin. Yes. I didn't realize that there was such a big span of time between when they initially broke up and when they officially got back together. Right. It was a long time. Mm-hmm. And then within... they. Within, like, all these articles and interviews, multiple times between that gap, they were both like, we still love each other, we're Mm -hmm. best friends, we're going to be in each other's lives forever, you know, and you can kind of tell that, like, okay, if that's 
how they're treating this breakup you're still leaving right. a door a window <laughs> open for something yeah. you know and, and especially when he was just posting all those flashback well, videos and yeah. everything i was like okay they're getting back together this is not closed yet mm-hmm. yeah but 2017 was wild because they dated from november 2017 to like end of march 2018 and it was, like, so weird to be an adult and watch her be in this relationship again. And everyone was sort of like, what are they doing? Like, what? Why would she go back? Like, mm-hmm. what are they getting out of each other? Do they really think this is going to last? And then suddenly in March, they just, like, cool down. Rumors start that they broke up. And then in the end of the month, it's, like, con- sources confirm that they're on a break. And by May 2018... He's dating Haley Baldwin. <laughs> Which people aren't surprised at that. A lot of people who didn't really know the background of Haley Baldwin mm. were like, oh my gosh, like, who's this girl? How can he just, like, quickly move on from from Selena? I don't get this. But when you look back at his history with her, they've been friends since, like, 2009. Yeah. They've definitely known each other. And so it was like, okay, they're dating now. But then two months later... They're engaged. Two months. Yeah. <laughs> That's the magic number. Yeah, which is shocking. And of course, it's interesting because Haley Baldwin, for maybe the reason that she has had sort of a crush on him or a semi-relationship with him in between gaps with Selena, she's been sort of like semi-obsessed with Selena Gomez, like on Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff. So she's very always constantly involved she was that friend who was hoping that she would be the exception someday not the rule yeah and here she is but i mean yeah i mean what's interesting about this relationship is obviously they're both artists they're both singers they've been singing about each other for a long time Mm -hmm. and a lot of that was on their on again off again like we talked about um the heart wants what it wants justin admitted that some songs on purpose were about her um, yeah, it's sorry, what do you mean, and mark my words. Yes, and also people think love yourself, and probably a few others on that, because who else would it really be about? But I don't think love yourself is about her, because it's more about someone, like, using... I don't know, he did call her out, saying that she was using him. Yeah, and oh, she has yeah. a love yourself tattooed on her back, so oh. people think it's sort of a <laughs> okay. shady reference, trying to say, like, look, she wasn't perfect either. There you go. Um, which he also addresses in What Do You Mean, where he's like, you're always flipping and flopping, like, get over it. But what's interesting is, like, obviously Selena Gomez has been, you know, semi-vocal about her relationship, even mm-hmm. though she says in news reports and interviews that she is sick of talking about it. But there had been rumors... Um, last year that she would be doing more music that new music would be coming uh and then suddenly those rumors stopped when justin bieber got engaged and so she did a couple singles she did um back to you this song was written during their on again and Mm -hmm. was released right after their like a week after their breakup was confirmed and so the rumor mill was that oh they were she was going to have this album. She was happy and in love. And she was like, oh, it actually, like, worked out. Like, if I could do it all again, I know I'd go back to you. But then he got engaged to another woman, and she sort of disappeared a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. she posted less on Instagram. She was more involved in, like, doing Hotel Transylvania or doing these singles. Why. Yeah. yeah. And so now, you know, five years after her last studio album, she comes out, and her first single is sort of addressing this gap where where her mindset was in Back to You in the early 2018 is very much, you know, 
showing her headspace there. Now we have love lose i can't say this title lose you to love me. lose you to love me thank totally, you totally opposite than lover yes <laughs> lose you to love me is um sort of exactly where she is now and it's a very vulnerable song and it really is it's really good there's a lot of like stuff to unpack and i think it was received really really well mm-hmm. people really liked it i liked it i yes. loved the music video yeah i loved even like how it was filmed with mm-hmm. the new iphone oh, it yeah. was just like crisp and clear and it was kind of <laughs> this is an iphone ad i know i'm like <laughs> iphone is sponsoring <laughs> yeah. us apple yeah. no not really they're not i <laughs> i'm like i have a new iphone and i love the photos yeah. it's great it's yes. great so should we get into this? Yeah, let's get into this. And I'm hoping if we have any Selena fans that you will be gracious to us because, you know, <laughs> our background You're is... You're doubting it. Our, well, my, I'm doubting myself. <laughs> you know everything. My no. background is in Taylor Swift. Well, what's great about Selena Gomez is she credits Taylor Swift for pushing her to be more vulnerable, yeah. open, honest, personal in her songs. But so. not too personal. We'll talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, this is Lose You to Love Me. Um, and it starts out with the first verse. You promised the world and I fell for it. I put you first and you adored it. Set fires to my forest and you let it burn. Sang off key in my chorus because it wasn't yours. I saw the signs and I ignored it. Rose-colored glasses all distorted. Set fire to my purpose and I let it burn. Um, you got off on the hurtin' when it wasn't yours. Lots packed in there. There's a lot. I mean, I really liked this. I... I wasn't sure what to expect because I don't always love Selena Gomez's music. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had heard rumors that, oh, it's going to start slow, but then turn into like a dance bop and you're just going to be like, yes, yes, queen, like you don't need him. But I was really like immediately swept into this. Like it was very like vulnerable. I wasn't expecting it. And yeah. it was really, um, really raw. Mm-hmm. And it also didn't have a lot like production to it yeah. which I liked it because it was just stripped down just mm-hmm. kind of like her emotions and how she was feeling too yeah and you know what one thing that really kind of like um I liked was how she how she was saying we all know that Justin is like a singer and he has like perfect pitch <laughs> but she said he sing sing off key in my chorus because it wasn't yours because yeah. he just didn't care he's like yeah. this isn't mine like and it's a perfect metaphor for like how he feel, felt about the relationship you know, he just right. wasn't putting his all into it because yeah. he just, he could have it or he could take it. And it's like, she watched him, you know, his career blossom. He focused so much on his music, his awards, his like tour. Because he adored yeah. it. She was always supporting him and uh-huh. like whatever he needed. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'll be there for you, but I'm not going to be there for you. It. Yeah. I think even just this opening part of like, set fires to my forest and you let it burn. Because I just think that's a really interesting visual where... You know, this idea that as a person, you just, we contain multitudes, right? And so we reserve a lot of our, like, detailed forests for people who are close to us. You know, a lot of people just get the front, the facade, they see us, but they don't understand, like, the ins and outs, the deep Mm -hmm. thoughts, the dreams, the hopes, all this. But he was allowed in, right? He was allowed to explore and understand her, all these paths, and he had the power in this flame, and he set fire to this part of her that she'd entrusted him with, and... And he let it burn instead of trying to help her, instead of helping her feel secure, feel loved, feel understood. He just watched her fall apart emotionally, physically, mentally, and he just, he didn't care. Yeah, and she 
kept on going back to him because she had those rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you when you're in a in a, in a relationship that's not healthy, when it's over, you look back at it and you remember all the highs. Mm-hmm. You remember like how they made you feel, how, what they said to you, like what you did with them. It's just the you know like the best parts of the relationship, and you could tell that those highs were so high that she would continue to go back to him. Yeah, and she wasn't seeing like what it what it really was. It was kind of like and I'll say it over and over again: five hundred days of summer. I <laughs> love that movie, and that's what's kind of like right. how it was for her. Yeah. And obviously, she just wasn't seeing what Taylor saw. Yeah. (laughs) Well, plus, like, you can see the pattern in their relationship where he was always the one who could kind of manipulate with his weird Instagram posts and his, oh, I love you unconditionally and, like, I'll love you forever and look at us, weren't we cute? And you could just see how he's pulling the strings on this Mm -hmm. in a really manipulative way. Whereas her complaints are always about the private struggle, and he tries to win her very publicly. Yeah, and you can definitely tell that he was one who had, like, the upper hand. Yeah. And you all, I mean, you always kind of want to be the person with the upper hand who, like, the person likes you a little bit more than, mm-hmm. than you like them. You know, you don't ever want to be that person who's desperate and, like, holding on to something. Yeah. Because it always seemed, like, throughout their relationship that he would be the one who, of course, moved on first. Yeah. You know, just kind of, like threw her away he only used her when he wanted her i am but back to the lyrics a set fire to my purpose it is very interesting that his 2015 album mm-hmm. like a lot of the songs were about selena yeah so it's kind of like she's just it's, and it was called purpose it, yeah it was called purpose and so she's just kind of like you know you 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 ruined it you set yeah. fire to it it's never coming back again you ruined any chance of us ever getting back together because i'll be honest when i first heard that they broke up a second time I was like, oh, they're going to get back together. Right. And then even when he, like, started dating Haley Baldwin, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he got married two months <laughs> later, and then yeah. they, like, did a whole nother, like, reception. It was just kind yeah. of, like, really interesting to see how quickly he moved on, and he just kind of, like, threw her to the side. I thought this line was so sad. Like, I, I think it's, like... Like, yes, I get that, but I also think set fire to my purpose. Like, I think about all the things Selena Gomez went through on those off years where she Mm -hmm. did struggle with her mental health, and she literally last summer, in the midst of all this, she checked herself into a facility for, like, anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting to think of how hard he's made it for her to do the things she loves Mm -hmm. and how she just wants to make music, she wants to perform, she wants to have a life that isn't revolving around fans asking when she's getting back together with her toxic ex. It's not about celebrities and newspapers being like, oh, are they together? Who is she dating now? Will they ever live up to Jaylena? And I think... It's like she's saying, like, I let it burn. Like, I dropped the ball on taking care of myself. I allowed you to kind of rob me of these things that I cared about. And you set fire to my purpose, my passion, my music. And it was Mm -hmm. overtaken by this tumultuous relationship and all its aftermath that I'm still being shadowed by. That's a great insight. You guys, she just like, (laughs) you set fire to my purpose. I cannot really, I can't take lyrics and just tear them apart like you do. No. I'm like, oh, he had an album called Purpose. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's no, no. what it means. No, no, no. It's great. But anyways, it goes on to the pre-chorus. We'd always go into it blindly. I needed to lose you to find me. This dancing was killing me softly. I needed to hate you to love me. Which I love this. I was like, first of all, this is a very relatable sentiment mm. where it's like, Sometimes it's not enough to just end something. You have to really, like, hate them 
It's like the first stage of getting over someone is just like this douchebag. I don't want to see him, hear about him ever again. Yeah, well, hate is like, it's a passionate feeling and it's so strongly tied to love because mm-hmm. you definitely see those people who go from being in love to hating someone so passionately. Yeah. It's because you still have those feelings there. You still, as much as you, you hate them, you you loved them that strongly when you were dating. So yeah. it's just, it's easier to get over someone when you hate them, when you never want to see them again because you don't want to think about why you love them so, so right. much. And it's so easy when they do something so terrible that you're like, I'm done. Like, I've tried like the the fact that I could go from loving you as quickly to hating you means that this is like a toxic relationship. <laughs> and I'm finally, yeah. I'm glad that she finally just like opened her eyes to that. And right. with the the line killing the dance was killing me softly. Of course, mm-hmm. I, you know this has nothing to do with it. But you know that that one song like the strumming my oh, pain yeah. with his yes. fingers yeah. two times two times. <laughs> um, that has nothing to do with it. But I had to put that out. Yeah, there. no. Um, but a lot of people tied this this line to her song in 2013 stars dance to love will remember and what's interesting about this song is at the very beginning kind of like um the heart wants what it wants Mm -hmm. there was a a voice message that played from justin and and taylor actually um on her advice told her to take it out because it makes the song too personal <laughs> but justin says hey babe it's me um i just wanted to call you and tell you that i love you so 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 much <laughs> i just wanted to let you know that you are my princess you are worthy of all the love in the world you are the love of my life and i'm really glad that taylor told her to take it off because like <laughs> looking back on the song it was really about like a relationship that's over, but their love's always going to be there forever and ever, just kind of, like, haunting them in the background. And it was really interesting to see that, like, that dance, that dance was killing her, like, keeping on thinking of, like, their past relationship, how much they loved, this voicemail, how, how like, he did treat her night like, When he treated oh, her well, he how treated much you her really well. That he left that voicemail after cheating on her or screwing something up oh, or yeah. forgetting her birthday. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> A little too familiar. And that's why it was killing her softly because yeah. there were so many things going on that led to her mental health. And it was mm-hmm. just like, I can't do this. Yeah. This can't keep on happening. Well, plus it made me think of, like, um, like dancing in the ring, like this idea that you're like in boxing when you're dancing, you're constantly sizing each other up, looking for the weakness, trying to find out where best to attack. And I think that's like an interesting way to view their relationship and kind of how there was this power struggle sometimes, especially in their off again moments where they were like throwing barbs at each other on social media or being like, I don't want to talk about them in the press type thing. And they're just constantly having to face each other off. And she's like, it's killing her softly because that's becoming her whole identity. And then she needs to hate him to finally, like, see herself without him. And, like, I don't know. I just think that line is so brutal, but, like, but so good. (laughs) And I don't even think that this dance is still over. Like, people still ask Justin Timberlake about Britney Spears. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, like, there's something that's always going to pop up and is always going to be kind of, like, glooming over her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she has this really soft chorus where it just repeats this, uh, to love, to love. Um, but then verse two is sort of the juicy one that's gotten all the headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, I gave my all and they all know it. You turned me down and now it's showing. In two months you replaced us like it was easy. Made me think I deserved it in the thick of healing. And it's like, oh, two months. I wonder what happened in two months. <laughs> was it then you tore me down or, t- or turned me down? 
Oh, you turned me down? Okay, because I have a... I oh. found somewhere else I didn't oh, need to no, pour I you down. Know. I don't know either. <laughs> Misheard lyrics. One of us is right, but... <laughs> I don't think I'm right. I was like, oh. No, I just got it off a website, so I honestly either don't way, know. <laughs> it, it doesn't affect what, <laughs> what happened. Yeah. But I love this. I love that she starts with, I gave my all, and they all know it. Because, first of all, yes, her friends, her family, they all know it. But Taylor it's also this, it. like, larger they. Because... The whole world has basically been on Selena's side. Like, they know Justin Bieber was a dick and he was hard to deal with and it makes sense that they broke up. And, like, they have been Team Selena probably in more ways than they've been Team Bieber. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of just, like, she can find peace in this, like, you know what? Why am I fighting against everyone who's been telling me that, whoa, girl, you're better than this, you're better than this? Like, it's not like she's on the other side and people are like, oh, you have to give him a chance. Like, what are you thinking? He's the best thing. She's like, wait, I actually, I am fine because Mm -hmm. they all know it and now so do I. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, in this fire verse, she's mentioning the um, fact that he replaced her, this relationship, so easily. But what I like is it doesn't come across as, like, petty or vindictive, and maybe part of that is because it's such a slow song. But it seems like she's almost just reflecting and kind of allowing just saying the words to kind of cleanse the experience because I mean yes in two months you replaced us like it would be so shocking to be the on again off again relationship get on and off and then suddenly two months later he's dating someone else and getting engaged Mm -hmm. two months after that and it's like that is the, the storybook like explanation of a whirlwind romance and you're just like that shock, you know, of seeing that happen in real time. And I love that she's, like, made me think I deserved it in the thick of healing. Because that is just so sad. Like, she'd already broken up with him and she was trying to heal from that breakup. Mm-hmm. Only to be, like, punched when she's down. She's, like, wounded again. Moved on. Yeah. And so quickly and so fastly and so, um, not maturely, seriously, mm-hmm. like from going to be like in like on again off again relationship for seven years to being married <laughs> yeah. two months later, yeah. it's just crazy to to me to, for me to think about that. And then what I really like about the music video is that you see her, this inner struggle with her, mm-hmm. and you see how like you can even tell like she knows that this is the best thing for her, mm-hmm. but she's also like just bewildered like what's going on. <laughs> yeah. There's like, it kind of looks like these mirror images of her mm-hmm. coming up, just, just like, like overlapping mm-hmm. each other and you can just see her even just struggling to see what's what. And at the very end, it's just kind of like, you can kind of tell her she has like this little like kind of a smirk or just kind of like, yeah. Just like a, yeah. A shrug, like, I know, that's it's what like, it's so strange. It's hard to put the emotion into words, but you can automatically like identify it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, I've been there. It's like sort of like, resigned but optimistic and sort of like this is the facts like take it or leave it and Mm. it's just like a very empowering facial expression Mm. yeah (laughs) and I think that's the point of the song right it's like yes the headlines go off on Justin Bieber and it is fun to sort of remember their relationship and everything that led to this but she released this song not as like a hey remember me I'm the girl who dated Justin Bieber she's like I went through something and now I finally feel like secure enough to sing honestly and like I've taken off the rose-colored lenses. I've like been able to see the light through the the trees through the forest and like 
I feel very secure in myself that I can be this vulnerable. And it's taken her a long time Mm -hmm. to get to this point. Like, a lot of rehab, a lot of therapy, a lot of probably, like, sessions with Taylor and with her friends and her mom, (laughs) just kind of, like, talking through it. For sure. Um, And then the pre-course, again, we'd always go into it blindly. I needed to lose you to find me. This dancing was killing me softly. I needed to hate you to love me. And the chorus, which repeats to love, to love, I needed to lose you to love me. And I kind of like that she's layering this, like, love, love message. Because it's not, it's not a grumpy song. It's not like a dark, angry song. She's not singing, like, about hate. It's ultimately about love. Like, that's the focus. Like, Loving yourself. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure yeah. she was always being like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, just, I'm not good enough. I'm, like, why doesn't he want me? Why is he treating me like this? Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of like this. It's like a freeing song. Like, mm-hmm. I needed to cut, um, like, cut loose and yeah. get my foot loose. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to cut you loose until I really find yeah. myself. You have all this, like, this scar tissue just, like, you know, protecting myself and now that you're gone and you're married and you know you did something so uh, damaging that we could never get back together again like I can finally just come out of like this cocoon that I've mm-hmm. like buried myself in yeah and then she ends with the first verse again where she says you promised the world and I fell for it I put you first and you adored it set fires to my forest and you let it burn sing off key in my chorus but then it transitions straight to the chorus And it's just to love, to love, to love. I needed to hate you to love me. And I think that's interesting because she didn't finish the first verse. She didn't sing the part of set fire to my purpose and I let it burn. She's like, yes, you set fire to my purpose, but... And then it just ends. And she's like, you know what? I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Did you not have the outro and now the chapter is closed and done? To love, to love. Yeah, to love, to love. And then it says, and now it's goodbye. It's goodbye for us. It's like, I like how she closes it. She closes a chapter mm-hmm. on Justin. Mm-hmm. She's just like, this is it. Mm-hmm. I know. That's over. Hopefully. I mean, she did just release another song that was sort of about him too. But Which I love, you guys. <laughs> yeah. it, she did two singles yeah. in two days. And yeah. everyone was just kind of like going crazy. And it was like a music video. And it was basically kind of being like, yeah, I'm going to find love if I want love, and it's just kind of like a, an empowering bop. It's like yeah. something you can dance to, something you can like turn up in the radio and just be like, yeah, F you, boy. <laughs> I really like Yeah, that. I know. I mean, it's interesting because the last time she commented publicly on Justin Bieber was in 20, November 2017 when they got back together. And she was like, yeah, I cherish people who have really impacted my life. And it comes back to the idea of me remaining full. I think a true representation of love is just is beyond just yourself. And she had this like idea that she had to treasure these past relationships or else like she'd lose herself, but here you can tell she finally realized like no, I need to like love myself mm-hmm. and lead with that. And I think that's really reflected well in the in the music video, simplistic though it is because you do have these layers layers layers, but slowly throughout the song there's less chaotic switching and less chaotic overlaps Mm -hmm. until it ends with just her and you can kind of see like oh okay she is in this headspace where she really has moved on even if she continues to find artistic um uh, material through this relationship you know what's interesting is that um justin bieber's song love yourself 
Yeah. <laughs> and she's basically saying, I she's need like, to lose no. you to love me. I am taking your advice. Yeah. I'm loving myself. So go yes, F you. exactly. <laughs> she's like, fine, I will. Thanks. The only good tip you ever gave me. And look at her now. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the Selena song. I think, um, as Taylor Swift fans, a lot of us do have that overlap of interest in Selena Gomez. And Taylor Swift herself talked about how proud she was with this song. I think she said that it was, like, the perfect song that represents, like, the healing process. Yeah. I mean, what's great news for all of us planning our Lover Fest trips is now Selena Gomez will have a CD to an album to promote. So maybe I think she'll she, appear. I think she'll be there. <laughs> I think I she'll know. be there. I'm not really a believer anymore. But no, Lover because... Lover Fest is just a dream. <laughs> Selena has been at... Almost every single concert of Taylor's. Yeah. So if she's not at every single Lover Fest, right. she's going to be at one of the Lover Fests. Mm-hmm. And yeah. maybe she's saying and friends because it's going to like mm, yeah. you know, rotate between yeah. like who's <laughs> whoever available, can whoever can pop up. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of pop up though, Ooh. perfect segue to our tea time. Mm, that yes, was unplanned, it, y'all. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't planned at all. It just <laughs> magically worked. It just popped up. Yeah. <laughs> Because we have some tea time, which, of course, is when we focus on some drama revolving around Taylor Swift. And um, this week's is brought to us by the Stella X Taylor Swift merch. Was this all over Twitter? Yeah. Okay, because I've... Have you not seen it? Twitter, really, I'm a competitive person. Uh-huh. And there was a time where, like, when Taylor Nation would tweet, um, you know, I'm out of anxiety. Like, I would just want to tweet and, like, right. have, like, Taylor Nation notice me or see if yeah. who likes it, who retweets it. And I just, it wasn't good for my sanity. So That's I've kind fair. of taken a step back from Twitter. Every now and then yeah. I'll pop in. But I'm. You've got to lose Twitter to love you. I do. I do. (laughs) So you need to fill me in. Yes. Okay, I will. So on Twitter, people have been upset over the merch quality of this era, but they were sure, like, oh, if I invest in this Stella merch, it's supposed to be better. And it costs more, too, so yeah, you'd and expect it. a lot of the Stella merch was, like, limited availability. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was, like, within at 24 hours. Uh-huh. Oh, not only that. Like, at oh, the pop-up, yeah. it was limited. But then when you went, yes. like, it was, like, 24 hours to go online and yes. buy this merch. And you thought, maybe assumed a little bit that it was left over from right. the pop-up shop. Mm-hmm. And people were like, why was this, why did she hype up this line if it was only going to be limited? But anyways, um... So, people got their merch from the pop-up shop, they ordered it online, and it was delayed, 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 people were stressed out, annoyed, but stuff started to come in this week, and people were like, whoa, the sizing is way different, like, this woman ordered a medium sweater, and it fit, like, her six-foot-two husband, and, like, people were very confused, and then someone put it side-by-side comparison where the, like, hoodie, the most popular Stella merch item, was, um, had different, like, it was much lower quality, she described, but she said... But the most damning, like, physical evidence there was is that the, like, drawstrings on the hood... Is it the tie-dye one? Yeah, the tie-dye one. The drawstrings on the hood are totally different than what was presented really? on Stella, where it was, like, part of the similar fabric, like, the tie-dye. Yeah. But on the on the one you get from the sh- merch shop, it's just, like, the shoelace style, you know? Yeah. Oh. And so people were like, that's weird. And someone went on the lookbook that's on Taylor's website and the, <laughs> they had edited the image so that the hoodie drawstrings were blurred out so you couldn't, like, prove, you know, that... <laughs> Oh my god! That one of them was incorrect. Really? Yeah, and the um the material is different. Like the tags state a different material mix, 
and a different place of origin. So the really? Stella merch was made in China, okay. and the the uh, Taylor Swift merch was made in the USA, which is also where all her store merch is made. Mm-hmm. So people think that they had Stella Stella's team develop the pop-up merch, but then just share the designs with the UMG or whoever does Taylor Swift's merch now. The vendor. Yeah. And they did it for the store for the Taylor Swift website merch. Oh my god. Which is shady. It is shady, but we we all kind of knew that that's what was kind of going to happen because when I got my my yellow crop top that the the Taylor you know, the one I'm talking about with, like, it had, like, a, the lyrics on the bottom. Right. The very back of it, it has, like, the, the pop-up um, logo on the very back. But when you bought it online, it didn't have it yeah. on the back. Even with um, the Cornelia Street t-shirt. Because mm-hmm. I brought, I bought the Cornelia, Stre- Cornelia Street t-shirt at the pop-up shop. And then I bought the pink and the black one because I loved those. Yeah. And those didn't come with, like, the, it, the, um... I don't know, the logo on the back like my one right. from the pop-up shop did. So we knew that there was going to be differences. I don't think we knew there was going to be quality right. issues. <laughs> yeah, the quality issues I think is the problem because you're still paying for the Stella the Stella brand. The name. And, that, and if you're not getting the brand quality, then what are you paying for? Because mm-hmm. it's basically like, it's, it's basically just a knockoff at that point. And... I mean, the big push for Stella was everything was recyclable. Right. Everything was... It's a, are they doing that? Yeah. Probably not. I know. It's very, very iffy. Um, and I think it just speaks to the growing frustration with this year's merch and maybe the new labels, like merch team. And I mean, yeah, like I understand frustrations with merch in general, but the fact that it's this Stella line, which is meant mm-hmm. to be higher end, higher quality, like super hyped. And now it's not even like you're not getting what you thought you paid for. Especially when you see people who went to the pop-up shop mm-hmm. and they're, you're standing side to si- side and side yeah. and you're like, this, same size, <laughs> it's like, wait. same everything, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Um, I also wonder, like, do other teams have um, these issues? I are, think Ariana Grande is on the same merch level and they have issues with their quality of merch. Like, I think it's just a lower quality merch team. Mm-hmm. and. And people thought, like, they literally bought the Stella line because they were like, oh, well, this will circumvent that. It'll Just be the Stella, Stella. stuff. But, mm-mm-mm. No, people you, are not happy. But you thought this at the very beginning. You were kind of like, is this just going to be, like, merch? Yeah. Just, like, regular problems, like, like last year. Yeah. Or last era. I keep yeah. on thinking last year. <laughs> and it was. So, yeah. I mean, you can't buy it anymore. So, I guess it's like, don't be wary of it. Like, <laughs> but... I thought that I bought the, the tie-dye sweater oh yeah and, but i was looking through all of my my emails and i didn't <laughs> so didn't. hey fever dream hey at, night. i know but at least i'm missing out on yeah. that shoestring yes yeah. you could have you could have shown worn a picture put it on twitter and mm-hmm. that could have been your notice it could have been <laughs> definitely could have been but i think you know this has been a great episode yes. thank you for listening yeah but you know let us know what you think of this like justin and selena drama how you think where taylor kind of fits into mm-hmm. it you know you can comment you can message us you can find us at swiftish podcast on instagram and on twitter you can find us at swiftish pod 13 mm-hmm. and feel free to email us at swiftish podcast at gmail.com as always you can go in and you can rate our podcast on apple podcast just scroll all the way down 
give us five stars and let us know what you think of um shall we saying yes <laughs> or anything else yeah <laughs> or how many times i say like yeah <laughs> that would be interesting but you know until next time i'm ashley and i'm shelby and taylor thank you so much for the past 13 years Aww.